Good morning, everybody. This is RPG Cast 480 for November 3rd, 2018. It's Extra Life Day! Woo! Extra Yay! Life Cast. Yay! So I'm Anna Marie Privetier. I am not participating in Extra Life this year. I'm sorry. Boo. I expected to be very busy this time of year. Um, so I just I didn't sign up. I'll sign up next year. Um, but I, I am with two other people that are doing Extra Life. Yeah! Hi, Chris Privetier. Hi. And we have a special guest. Ooh. Owner of PlayStation Nation, PSNation.com. Editor in chief, owner. Editor in chief. Mastermind. Whipping boy. No longer on the podcast. I was on it this week. Oh, okay. a little clip. I Glenn didn't. Glenn Percival. Hi. This Hi. is your first time on the RPG cast. It is. Is it? Yeah, yeah isn't that crazy? I, I did this a long time ago with you guys. No, I, I actually went and looked to see if you were on any podcasts. Huh. Okay. I thought I'd, I thought I was on one with you guys. No, all we've right. been on your podcast. Right. Because we all meet up at the Midwest Gaming Classic every year. We do. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, we also have Kelly Ryan. Hi, Kelly. Hello. Thanks for joining us for Extra Life. Yay. Yay. Not streaming, but supportive. Hey, supporting us during Extra Life is super important. People who can't donate, who come and cheer us on. And make sure that we're awake at 2 o'clock in the morning is super, <laughs> super appreciated. Even 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it's super appreciated. Is that what time it is? No. Oh, no. It's 11. It's Sorry, I just freaked you out. Yeah, I, I know. We like, you're almost along. done. You're almost done. <laughs> By almost done, barely started. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going to jump straight into what people... And I'm play. playing Dark Souls. Yes. Okay. Can I give some people some... So here, if you're listening at home, here's what's going on. There are three people in our living room. We're on couches. I'm on the floor. I've got two laptops, a sound mixer, a monitor, and an iPhone in front of me. It's a ghetto setup for podcasting, and you're going to hear some thumps from microphones being thumped on stands. You might hear some glitchy audio that I have to pause and fix every so often. And we had a ground fault loop that I think we fixed. Um, so please bear with us, and we appreciate your patience with sound audio issues. We kind of... I put it together best I could, but uh, didn't quite have all the equipment I should have asked for for this. And uh, yeah. So also, please I'm, understand. For those of you watching live in the stream, I know I promised live Dark Souls deaths, but it's still installing. So that will begin very shortly. <laughs> and if you are not watching us live, you should be. You can join us every week at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Woo. All right. Yay. So now we're going to jump into what we've been playing. Yay. So since Yay. Chris isn't busy because his thing is installing. Oh, Chris just finished, but yeah. Uh, you, what am I doing? You've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 this I week. I did. I played um, Horse Bits, the video game. So Glenn is also actually playing Red Dead Redemption 2 on his stream right yeah. now. Yeah. He's playing it right now at twitch.tv slash psnation. So each of you are at a different point in the game, but you're fairly close to each other. Oh, are we? My guy's really fat in Dark Souls. So you're Sorry. both on chapter two, Oops. right? Sure. No, I'm on chapter three. Okay. I'm in two still, but I'm, I think I'm getting pretty far through it. So Chris came to bed one night and he's like, I have an amazing horse story. Oh my gosh. I've been, you wouldn't listen to my stories this week. <laughs> and I had to, I wanted to tell you about when I robbed the train and you're like, I don't want to listen to you anymore, Chris. And I'm like, well, I got a better story about my horse. I'm like, I don't want to listen to it. 
I've been playing Red Dead a lot, so I'm in Chapter 3 now, and I've been riding around and robbing people. I had to go in, in, um, I had to go track down a dude who was hiding on a train. I had to go catch him because he hmm. owed money or needed to be killed or shot or something. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. So I get on this train, and I'm chasing this dude on top of the train, and it's like a movie chase-down scene, and I finally catch him, and he tries to shoot at me, and I shoot him first, and it's like, I feel all good about myself. And then I go like, all right, that's all done. I uh, took a photo of his dead body, looted him, and it's time to leave. And I get a message on the screen. It says, your horse has died. I'm like, what the hell? So I jump off the train and start running back to town towards where the train left because I don't know how to get there quickly because my horse is dead. So I'm like, come on, come on, come on. What's going on, horsey? And I find my horse just curled up on the side of the tracks. And apparently it had been following me while I was on the train and got itself killed by running <laughs> under the train tracks or something. And it's just dead. And Do you have a revival there. potion or whatever? I did, but it doesn't let you use it. Those are only for severely injured horses, apparently. I thought there was a way that you could actually revive it from being dead. Well, if there is, I don't know how to freaking do it, because I went all through my inventory trying to do exactly that, and I couldn't figure it out oh, whatsoever. Wow. So Maybe you need to go find the horse fairy. I do, but that's in Zelda, so Aww, that would that would work game. great. So I'm I'm sitting here distraught. This is like my my DLC horse that I got for pre-ordering the game. I'm like, this guy's pretty pretty strong and nice, and I'm like, I don't want you to be dead. I don't oh. know what to do. So I just stood there for a minute, like this sucks, and I can't revive you. It seems this sucks. So I'm like, I'm I realize I'm starting to grieve for this horse, and I'm like. <laughs> Where's the nearest stables? I got to go get a new horse. And I find two on the map, and they're, neither of them is close to me. I see the one that is closest. I'm like, well, I need my saddle because it has all my guns and stuff in it. So I take my saddle off the horse, and I start slowly waddling back to town with this saddle in my hands. So I'm like, maybe somebody in town will have some pity on me. So I start walking into town, walking into... Nobody seems to notice that I'm a dude walking with a saddle into town. So I'm just <laughs> talking to people. I'm like, hey, get out of the way. Why are you so slow? Like, I'm I'm grieving here. I just lost my best friend, and none of you guys recognize it. So I'm going to town. There's no place to buy a horse there. I thought about stealing a horse, but then I'm just going to get shot, and I'm not going to figure out how to get my saddle on the new horse. I'm like where is the nearest stable? And I decide I'm just going to walk to the nearest stable. Well, I try to run and I can only run for so long because there's a lot of stamina drain carrying your horse's saddle with you as you run. So I'm waddling through the roads, waddling through the roads. And then somebody tries to shoot me. They come up and try to rob me. And like, I'm sitting here holding my horse's saddle. You're going to rob me. So I put down the saddle because I can't do anything while holding the saddle and I shoot them and their horses run off. So I'm like, well, great. I couldn't even take one of their horses. So I pick up my saddle and begin the continuation of my morning walk through the, through the wilderness. So I said, you know what? Taking the roads is dumb. I'm just going to go in a straight line because what do I care? I'm, not, I'm going by foot anyway. So I start running through mud and woods. And then some like wolves start to attack me and I kill all them. And then some other bandits come and attack me and I kill all them. I'm finally halfway across the map to this stables and then finally come across some of the horses I scared off earlier. And they're just standing there like, well, their owners are dead. I could take one of them. 
But you know what? I feel like this is a cleansing journey for me to make me free of the guilt and and um and grief of losing my horse friend. So, you know, I'm just going to finish the 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 well, journey on my feet and that way I'll have my saddle with me. It's always toughest when you lose your first horse. Exactly. So I I pick up my saddle and I say, "Screw it. I'm running the rest of the way." So I keep running and I keep running and I start ev- I start seeing things coming at me. I start um avoiding them. And so that that's working out well. I'm getting closer and closer and closer to the stable. I finally get up to the stables, and the stable yard is full of horses, and I just climb over the fence without thinking, and all of a sudden, the dude inside the fence is like, hey, get out of here. What are you doing in here? Like, can't you see I'm in pain? I have just lost somebody close to me, and I'm here to get a replacement, and you're just shouting at me. He didn't care. He just kept shouting at me. So I walk all the way over to the stables on the other side of the stable ground, and I'm finally... Like, finally, this journey's over, and I walk into the barn where you can buy a horse, and I get a pop-up on the screen. It's like, if you lose your saddle, it will automatically be brought to the next stable as soon as you arrive. I'm like, gosh darn it! <laughs> nice. Why did I carry this thing with me the whole way? <laughs> That's a good workout, though. You're like Rocky now. You can take on Ivan Drago with no problem. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh-huh. So... I, got a new- I want this whole story to be a movie. <laughs> Just Chris and his horse, or Chris and his saddle. <laughs> Chris and his saddle. <laughs> the quick and the saddled. Wait, I don't know. <laughs> he, there is nothing about that journey that was quick. <laughs> Yeah, and so then I'm like, I gotta tell my wife about this, and she blew me off. And she didn't care, did she? Well, she she wouldn't talk to me that night. No Fs to give. She was bored of Red Dead stories, so she refused to listen. It was like the sixth story that he tried to tell me that day about (laughs) Red Dead. But this was the good one. This was the good one. Any more stories? I put in my headphones, and I'm like, stop talking to me. So the next day, I finally told her. She's like, Oh yeah, that is a good story. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. It is a good story. So, um, yeah, it turns out that there's some collision issues with um, horses and trains. And so horses will run into trains and die. Yeah. So um, There's some great videos of like um, oh, a, a guy who's like waving as a train goes away. And like as the cars whip by at the end of it, there's just a horse hanging off of it. A dead <laughs> horse hanging off of it. That's great. <laughs> Bye-bye. And then it pops up. Your horse is dying. <laughs> So, yeah, um, Red Dead Redemption 2, expertly programmed. <laughs> so that's what I've been playing this week. So, do you have any good Red Dead Redemption stories yet, Glenn? Um, I mean, not really. I mean, I, I, I spooked, I, I thought it was my horse, and I came up behind it, and it was a different, like a wild horse, and I spooked it, and it kicked me in the head and killed me instantly. <laughs> so that was kind of a surprise. Um. No, like, it's just interesting what you can do with it, because it it doesn't feel as canned as a lot of open world games when you get into a campaign mission. uh, A lot of times it just feels really canned, and this one, it seems like it's a lot more organic. Like, you can still kind of run off the rails a little bit, even if you're in a mission itself, you know? Oh, somebody's at the door. Yeah, we don't care. (laughs) No, I have no idea. It looks like the mailman. Anyway, um... But no, I've, I've just been really kind of sucked into it, and I haven't been able to play it as much as I like, and it's a fantastic game, though. Yeah, you were busy coming here yesterday instead of playing games. Yeah, yeah, and the day before I was packing everything up, so. Mm. Yeah. All right. 
Um, what else have you been playing this week, Glenn? Uh, <clears throat> well, some Neo Turf Masters because I love Neo Turf Masters. So, what is Neo Turf Masters? I've ne- never heard of it. <laughs> Neo Turf Masters is an old Neo Geo game. Uh, it's a golf game, uh, arcade, obviously, since it's Neo Geo, but also probably one of my all-time favorite golf arcade games ever. Uh, it's right up there with Golden Tee. Uh, it's on the Nintendo Switch. It's on the PS4. It's usually what I play on the Switch because the Switch for me has just become a portable Neo Geo. <laughs> um, Did they I, make one of those or no? The what now? A portable Neo Geo recently? Or was <laughs> yeah, that... and I have it. It's called the Neo Geo X, and it's okay. awful. Okay. Oh, that's too bad. It, so the Neo Geo was a big system back in the 16-bit era. Uh, so obviously, games back then were made for standard definition TVs, which meant four-three aspect ratio. And the Neo Geo X actually has a 16.9 screen on it. Um, That's how poorly designed that thing was. Um, really, really blink, poor blink, emulation. Blink, 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 blink. What's that? Blink, 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 blink. I mean, it looked fine, but you had all this wasted space. And the way that it came out of the box, it stretched everything. It didn't actually go down to the 4.3 aspect ratio on that screen. Oh, ew. So then they had to add, or they actually had to add a thing... Um, like an option to hit, I think it was like the left trigger. Because I don't know why I had triggers on it to begin with. Because the Neo Geo only had four buttons on the controller at the time. Uh, and I have a Neo Geo. So I can play all, a lot of these games originally. But they were also 200 bucks a pop uh, back then. Right. Uh, but yeah, Neo Turf Masters, is, it's one of my favorite like waste some time games. And it's just, it's a blast to play. Are you about to murder someone in their sleep? I don't think it'll let me. I was going to do that before. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, I can threaten him. I'm going to wake him up and threaten him. Uh, yeah, because I'm playing Red Dead right now, actually, while we're, play- while we're yeah. talking. Um, I really didn't play much because I was doing a lot of Extra Life prep work. So I didn't get to play any Spider-Man at all. I didn't get to play any baseball or anything. Just kind of working a lot on stuff and playing a lot of Red Dead, too. All right. Kelly, you did play a lot of stuff this week. Yes, I did. I I finished up Rondo of Blood last weekend. It only took me about like an hour and a half to beat Dracula with Richter because Richter on uh, the original Rondo of Blood controls like garbage compared to how he controls in Symphony of the Night. Now, when you say but- the original Rondo of Blood, do you mean the SNES one or the PC Engine one? The PC Engine one, I bought the two-pack um, on PSN. Okay. And the two-pack comes with a translated version of the PC Engine Right, right. Game. I have it, too. But yeah. some people when they in the U.S., when they say Rondo of Blood and they've played it, it's usually the SNES one, which is not very good. Yeah, no, I, I've heard that the SNES one isn't as nearly as good. Um, I'd, I'd still like to get my hands on it, but it, that's like, what, a $200 cart at this point? Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> rare. It didn't have a very big circulation, so. But yeah, I um, I picked up the two-pack because I finally wanted a legal version of Rondo of Blood since you can't get it on the Wii anymore. Mm-hmm. And I f- finished that last weekend and started up Symphony of the Night and finished that up Thursday night. Um, <clears throat> first time I've ever gotten full map completion on that which is really nice and it was also the first time i ever managed to farm up the chrysogrim sword which is like the most game-breaking sword in the whole game (laughs) and there's there's nothing quite like slicing up dracula like a bunch of julianne fries 
dices? It julienne. Yes. The funny thing is, I actually don't like Symphony of the Night. It's like the only RPG. Because it's the only RPG? Uh, Not really. It just, it never really did it for me. The controls and just a lot of things about it never really floated my boat. Because I played it again when I got the two-pack and I still played it. I'm like, eh, because I'm also spoiled by Rondo Blood because I bought it when it came out back way years ago. Right. So, to me, it wasn't the, the tried and true Castlevania formula. It isn't. It's an RPG. Right. Uh, it's it's still probably one of my favorite games in the series, although I like um, the Aria and Dawn of Sorrow duology a lot better, just because they those two games really kind of refine the Metroidvania formula for that, and and they're just fun to play. But um, I also played Delta Rune this week. So yeah, well we're gonna talk about this in news, but the TLDR is the guy who made Undertale, Toby Fox, just randomly released. The first chapter of a new game. Yep. Um, it, it's only, it only takes about like an hour and a half to play through. It, it's not a very long demo. And it was one of those things where um, he, he put it out and he said, don't talk about it for 24 hours. So I wanted to make damn sure that I played it in that 24 hours so that when people were, inev- were inevitably going to spoil it, I uh, wasn't going to be spoiled. Um, and the whole time I'm playing it, I'm like, okay, is this is just 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 gonna be a teaser, or is this a full-on game? And no, it, it, it's a full game with RPG mechanics and save points and all of that stuff. And it was just kind of he he definitely knows how to get people to want more. Um, put put it that way, and. How to put it? It it sort of spoils the ending of Undertale, but then you kind of start digging around and you realize that, like, well, no, it really doesn't because things are off. If that makes any sense. Um, sort of. <laughs> I'm yeah. Yeah, no, I'm the me. only one who's fin- who's played through Undertale on the shows, yeah. other than you. So, yeah, Glenn and I are like Undertale. No, thank you. <laughs> so, so yeah, it it starts off at the ending of the true pacifist run of Undertale, and that's really all I can say since Chris is the only person that's actually finished Undertale completely. Yeah, just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. But um, it it was really good. It really expanded on the mechanics of Undertale. Um, You have multiple party members. You have one party member that doesn't really care about the mercy aspect. So you have to warn the monsters of her so that when she inevitably just starts attacking people that they can dodge. (laughs) And... You also can have um, combination act actions where you can tell your other party members what to do. So it kind of behooves you to keep everybody alive because, um, like, one of the things that they can do, if you have another party member act with you, um, you can, like, complement all of the monsters that are attacking you and not just the one. And then you can also use them to spare the monsters. Which was kind of cool. And it still has the same humor as Undertale. And it still has the same very trolly things that Toby Fox loves to do in the games. 
um, there, there's not a whole lot I want to really talk about with it because it's something that you really got to experience Yay, for yourself. First death. death count one. Hopefully the chat's keeping track of the deaths. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I was hoping more people that would be on that would would have played Delta Rin, but then again, I think only me and Chris ever finished Undertale. Yep. Yeah, sorry about. It. I just didn't have time to get to it because extra life prep. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, oh, are you still progressing through Trails of Cold Steel? Yeah, yeah, I got to chapter two. I actually had a uh, a, lot, a lot more time to play it this week. Um, that's what I played on Halloween night while I was waiting for trick or treaters. So, how was your trick or treat account this year? I was talking to a lot of friends, and everybody was like, "I was way down. I didn't give out any candy." Um. Well, I mean, put it this way, I, I always end up overbuying candy, and this year I tried not to overbuy candy, and I still ended up with a whole bowl of candy left over because uh, I, I fin- fin- finished up the bowl and went and got the backup bulk thinking that there was going to be another, another wave of trick-or-treaters and nothing. <laughs> and it was actually nice out, nice enough out for once that I um, was able to sit on the porch and pass out candy instead of having to be inside, which was kind of nice. Usually, it's way too cold for me to sit outside, um, and I kind of prefer sitting outside because I have cats that like to try to escape. You do that. Um, <laughs> Oh, and perfect timing. I carved an Undertale pumpkin at the day that Toby brought out the sequel. Excellent. Uh, unfortunately, only one kid recognized who was on the pumpkin. Boo. <laughs> um, and then when I when I finished Rondo of Blood Thursday Thursday night, well. Let me me back this up. Target had an online sale for video games for buy two, get one free. So I kind of went through and picked out some stuff that I was interested in that was pretty cheap. And I ended up picking up Slime Rancher, Cat Quest, and Mario 3D Land. And I finished up Rondo of Blood Thursday night, and it's like, well, I, it's kind of too late for anything else. Let's fire up Slime Rancher and see how it is. So there's a physical release of Cat Quest? Yep. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I saw a PR about that a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I think it was via Fame Gamer? I think so, yeah. Yeah, at, at some point I need to pop that in, but probably after a poke, Pokemon Let's Go. But um, I po- I popped in Slime Rancher thinking that, like, well, let's just see how it is. And the next thing I know, I lose, like, my entire evening to Slime Rancher. <laughs> and it, it's, it's what it says it is on the tin. You ranch slimes. You collect them and you put them in corrals. And you feed them fruits or veggies or chickens to get uh, slime poop, which is called ports. And you sell ports. Wait, so you're selling poop? Yeah, you're basically selling slime poop. All right, then. And um, you can use the slime poop to combine slimes together to get large slimes. And large large slimes create more slime poops, but large slimes also have a chance to create tar slimes, which will eat 
all of your other slimes, so you really got to manage <sighs> manage how many slimes you have. Hey, Glenn, what'd you do during <clears throat> Extra Life? Eh, I talked about slime poop. Yep. <laughs> but isn't that normal? Isn't that what everyone does? I don't know. I yeah. haven't podcasted for a while. Oh, right, right, right. But um, I'm really digging it so far. It's a really chill, relaxing game. I ended up, I, I ended up putting it on casual mode, where you don't have to worry about the uh, tar slimes. Hmm. And then, uh, you know, I've just been kind of optimizing my slime ranch, trying to get the most yield. And right now, I'm trying to save up enough money to open the slime research facility, where hopefully you can create more gadgets and stuff. And yeah, you you raise money to upgrade your pens, and you can also get different gadgets and stuff like a jetpack or uh, a water gun to put out fires and stuff. And it's a really cool, relaxing game. (laughs) So I'm I'm probably going to stick with that until I kind of hit a point where it's like, okay, I've upgraded everything. I don't know what else to do. Kind of like how no one really finishes Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon. They just kind of are done with it. Yep. And that's that's pretty much all I've been playing this week. Alright. Uh, I guess it's me, isn't it? Yep. Sorry, I'm swimming in Odyssey, so I want to get out of the water. So You've been playing lots of Odyssey. Get I on the have. mic and tell us about it. Yeah, so um, I did finish The World Ends With You Final Remix, and in fact, I 100%ed it. I did absolutely everything you can do in that game. So that made me really happy. Some of that stuff was hard. So what ends up happening is after you beat the game, um, you have um, a list of additional tasks you can do, and those unlock reports. And reports are written by someone who observes the game while it's happening, and so you kind of get a different perspective um, about what's what happened during the game. Um, and it kind of fills in some of the blanks that you're like, I'm not really sure why this is going on. So that was really cool. Also, I finally played the, ex- the extra day that was added to the iOS version because I never played that. And then I also played the new content that's exclusive to the Switch. And it ends in a cliffhanger. <laughs> So the world ends with you too is coming. Yes. Oh, I mean, in fact, they've said they're ready to do it. Please, please, please buy the Switch game so that we can do it. Mm. Yeah, that was on Twitter. Um, and then I was like, "All right, I don't really know what I want to play next." Um, so I'll play something short. And so I decided to play <laughs> Golf Story. So have you played this, Glenn? Golf Story. Yeah. Yeah, I played it on a trip out to i don't remember where it was seattle when i went to seattle last year to see blade runner with my friend nice and it taught me how much i don't like the switch portable (laughs) at all because that's well see i replaced the um the kickstand with a metal one right so it's a little more rigid but uh golf story did not want to work with pro controller oh originally like when it was out of the dock yeah so then i had to like trick it to work oh interesting and and i guess they patched it now but uh i tried to play it on the plane though and the stupid bottom of the switch and the kickstand there's no rubber or anything on there so Mm -hmm. it was a slider on the tray all the time (laughs) 
was just dumb. And, and, and if you put the switch into airplane mode, it turns off Bluetooth, which means your controllers don't work if oh, you have them un- unhooked. No. But it's a neat little game. It, it, I think the one problem I have with Golf Story is that it's very Australian. Yeah. So sometimes you're reading stuff and you're like, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah. It, it I mean, really... being from a Commonwealth country, I didn't... Well, it, it, it's... It, it's just limiting because some of the, the terms they use are, very, are only Australian. Yeah. And you don't know what the hell they're talking about. It's not a Frisbee. It's a disc. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> so there's disc golf in the game and they get very upset. Very <clears throat> upset when you call them Frisbees. Yeah. It's a cool game though. It's, it's really, really well done. Also, disc golf is freaking hard. I haven't gotten that far yet. Uh, so the way that you control the discs is left or right, even if it's going in a different direction. So if it's going down, mm. you still have to go left. Oh, so it's all so relative. Go to... left, so it's backwards. Mm. So it's not relative to the direction that the disc itself is flying. Right. So if you're flying... Um, so it's kind of like playing an overhead racing game from yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah, So that... <clears throat> it took quite a while for my mind to wrap around how that was going to work yeah um but yeah so golf story is like a golf rpg um and so you're going through the story you're performing quests and tasks and then you get experience and when you spend your so the experience system and the level up system is kind of neat because you have an overall power stat which is how far you can golf your drives Um, But the more points you put into your power, the less control that you have. And there are four other stats that control how much control you have. That's like real golf, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've played golf exactly once in my life. Yeah, when you go to the clubhouse is when you allocate your stats. Yeah. (laughs) I used to play golf in high school. and Chris plays golf. Well, I mean, I, I used to play it with my left arm the way it is. I can't anymore, but I used to play Chris regularly for school. Yeah, Chris doesn't play golf anymore, only when he goes to bachelor parties. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's the more power that you have, the less control that you have. And so you have to balance how you allocate your stats between power and control. And so it's an interesting give-take mechanic. Um I think my favorite thing about the game is the guy that you have as your original sponsor is a dirty, dirty cheater. And so throughout the game, you have to play against him and he constantly cheats. But so, yeah. Lucky you're a lot is further a dirty, in that game than I am. Dirty cheater. Oh, I finished it. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. This is what she does. She just finishes games. This yeah. is her thing. Mm. So, Golf Story was the 32nd game that I finished this year. Wow. Yeah. You make us look bad. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not trying to. Someone's got to do it. I mean, my job is all hurry up and wait. No, I I understand. So, I can play for 90 minutes and then do a couple of hours of work and then I play my game for 90 minutes and then I answer all the emails and... Yeah, so um, then I was like, well, I was deciding between Golf Story and Super Mario Odyssey, and I decided to do Golf Story first, so I guess I have to do Super Mario Odyssey second. And I was not expecting to enjoy that game. I 
I don't like 3D Mario games. I don't either. Really struggle with perspective. Yeah. And I'm just I'm not good at them. Platformers in 3D in general, I don't like. Yeah, no, it's like Glenn and I are totally on the same page. No 3D Mario's, no 3D Zelda's. Nope. Um, so I was like, but I, I mean, everybody says this game is so good. Um, especially my friend Ninji. I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. And it is really good. It's neat, but I'm not actually, I'm not lured by it. I have it, and yeah, I no, play it every and now and then. But... I, I, like I said, I totally expected to bounce off of this, and I had a really good time playing it. Cool. So I actually just beat it this morning um, before oh, the podcast. You? I did, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I yeah. knew you were playing it. Yeah. And so after you finish the main story, um, there's about 250 or 300 moons that you could unlock during the regular story. I got up to like 231. Um, and then once the main story is done, there are 999 moons in the game total. So you can get like a, a quarter or a third of them as you do regular play and then the rest of them unlock after. You know, that's just aimed at the people stuff. that always say a game is too easy. Yeah. No. And it, 100% it is because I've been starting to track down these new moons and they are so hard. Mm. Um, so I've been dying a lot this morning. Um, how'd you like the ending sequence? That was so fun! Jeez. So you liked it? That's what you're saying? I did. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I watched my... Oh, I, I mean, I hear, like, all this stuff going on with my husband playing it in bed, and I, I watched it, and it's like, wait a minute, are you, are you controlling Bowser? And he's like, yeah. Yep. And that's... That song that plays while you're controlling Bowser is so un-Mario. The, the Over the Moon one? Yeah. Yeah, I love that song. It, it sounds like it should have been like out of a Naruto soundtrack or something, not a Mario game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, minor spoiler. Sorry, Glenn. Minor? Yeah, <laughs> spoilers, Glenn. You fight, you fight Bowser in what? this game. Wow. <laughs> They're really taking chances with this one. <laughs> so, yeah, that's everything that I have been playing. So I think that's all of what we've been playing. So, Chris, it's time for you to die some more. Oh, for goodness sake. Why? Because it's news time. There's a knight here. Hold on. He's almost got me killed. Oh, You can pause the game, right? You can't pause Dark Souls. Oh, really? You can't pause it? No, there's no pause in Dark Souls. That's one of the things about Dark Souls. (laughs) Can't you hit the PS PS button? Does that work? Probably. I just pressed it. I don't think it works. Yeah, because that puts it into a kind of a a suspended state. Mm. It does. We'll see. That's that's an operating system thing. All right. What am I doing? You're doing the news. Your controller is low. Thank you. Just trying to Thank help. you, Navi. All right. Aww. So let's hey, see. Hey, listen. Oh, goodness. Hey, Nino Kuni 2. We've got more. Oh, there's more de- details about the. I have no idea what's on the news today. I'm just. I don't oh. either. So there's Thank Nino you. Kuni 2 DLC coming. Remember that thing that was supposed to come out three months after the game came- yeah, launched? It's about time for it's, that, right? It's like a year and a half it later. Is, no, it is not. Nino Kuni 2 came out earlier this year. Okay. What yeah, I saw about? Nino Kuni at E3 last year. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's when I got him a steelbook. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, we talked about that. All right. Yeah. So this is the Lair of the Lost Lord. <laughs> it is if you got it the season pass, you get access to it. You can also buy it separate, of course. It adds a new dungeon and a new fighting style. Um, and yeah, whatever. There's a there's a boss. You got to kill him. Whatever. And then. Let's see. There will also be a new material method system that changes the battle style. The changes are said to derive from the memories of people Evan encounters on his journey, though the specifics have not yet been revealed. So in other words, we don't really know anything. Um, And there'll be some additional quests that reveal characters' backstories, and there's going to be 80 new weapons and armors in the game, and the quests... Yeah, we talked about that. All right, cool. That's that's Nino Kuni 2. Who's into God Eater? Anybody into God Eater here? No, no. this guy. I own it. You own you own everything. Isn't that PS2, right? No. Or what am I thinking of? God Eater Three is PS4, but I think the other two were both PS3. I thought the first one was PS2. Mm, are you thinking of God of War? Uh, no. <laughs> he knows what God of War is. I'm just checking. I've, I've... Is, isn't God Eater like that? It's that real, it's a monster really hunter. Japanese. It's a Monster Hunter clone. Yeah, and yes, it's real Japanese. I think I have it in my collection. I've I've wanted to get into God Eater because the characters show up in Project Cross Zone, and it looks kind of cool. Yes. So God That's Eater. Why I want to play Tales of Vesperia. All right. So what's new about God Eater Three, Anna? We have a release date. Oh, okay. God Eater Three is coming out February eighth in the West and PS4, PC, and that's all we know. Cool. That's all we need to know. Shadows Awakenings. This is a Diablo clone it, that it, I've been looking it's forward It's getting to. some DLC, or is the DLC out at this point? No, it's getting some DLC. Okay. You're right. It's called the Chromation Chronicles. You'll get to explore a new dungeon, and yeah, blah, blah, blah. you'll get to fight alongside the Chromaton Golem. Okay. <laughs> Which I guess you'll make. Of course. I mean, expansion. come on. I think it's a thing you build, and then you get to fight with it. Uh, you can buy it. You can download it on the PC at the Calypso Shop. And the PS4 and Xbox One versions will come out later. So you're right, Anna. It's out on PC. It's out later for consoles. Okay. So, hey, Yokai Watch 3 uh, got a release date in Europe. Oh, wow. Europe. So, getting, the, getting the love as usual. Yeah. So, well, I mean, this is localized by Nintendo of Europe. So. Each time. So. Oh, you, Nintendo of Europe. The Nintendo that actually cares. <laughs> um, initially, when Yokai Watch 3 was announced... Um, for the West, it was winter in Europe and 2019 in North America. So now we're looking at uh, what December, December, um, what day in December, Chris? Um, I'm sorry, I'm looking at a treasure chest that's breathing. Um, let's see, <clears throat> what day in December? December seventh. Ah, there we go. Um, still 2019 for North America. Nothing more firm than that. Um, so Dragon Quest Builders kind of got leaked by Nintendo. What? Um, so Dragon Quest Builders 2 was mentioned as a game that Nintendo was going to be launching in 2019 for North America and Europe. So this game has not been officially announced. Um, and Square Enix isn't doing it. It's just Nintendo. Which, what? Dragon Quest Builders? Yeah. So I don't... Dragon Quest Builders 2. So I think we may just be getting the Switch version. Oh, okay. I imagine that it did a lot better on Switch than it did on the PlayStation no, version. I bet you this is just an announcement of the Switch version only at this time or something. That doesn't yeah, make sense. Why for would Square Enix, Enix publish the PS4 version and not the Switch version? 
because the Nintendo likes to take localization of their things, remember? Yeah, but when has there ever been a time that Nintendo takes a mm-hmm. localization of a game and then it also comes out on a different Not system? Not at the same time. It comes out later. Okay. I think. I've Miss seen that Yana would know. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you're right. Nintendo will take that and say, we'll do the localization. It's probably We're going to publish it. It's probably because they're, they have a, either a marketing deal or... It's like a timed exclusivity type deal. Yeah. So that's why they're doing the work. It's it's kind of like when PlayStation was uh, was doing localization for one of the Konami games. I just can't remember. It was I think it was one of the Metal Gears. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I then again, if Treehouse is actually doing the localization, I could see them not letting them ever take that. Yeah. So. Hmm. Well, regardless, I'm excited because I love Dragon Quest Builders one, and I can't wait for Dragon this Quest one. Builders two looks really good. Um, all right, so we have a full list of games for the PlayStation Classic. You want to pull it up and tell me what they are, Chris? Uh, yeah, yeah. What's going on? It's missing it's... some key titles. Yeah. It's... Hey, we've got the right guy on for this. Yeah. Okay. All right, so PlayStation this... Classic. Let's do this. Here you go. This. When's it coming out? Summer? This this winter, coming to a Walmart near you. For $99.99, you get the following 20 games. Battle Arena Toshinden. Cool Borders 2. Destruction Derby. Final Fantasy 7. Grand Theft Auto. Intelligent Cube. Jumping Flash. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. Huh? Metal Gear. Mr. Driller, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, Raymond, Resident Evil, Director's Cut, Revelations, Persona, Ridge Racer, Type 4, Ridge Racer, Super Puzzle Fighter 2, Turbo, Siphon Filter, Tekken 3, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Twisted Metal and Wild Arms. So there's eight games that are different between North America and Japan, and basically they replace the action-y games from North America with RPGs in Japan. Right. Oh, awesome. Great. <laughs> so get the Japanese version, which won't have English. Oh, and you know The stinks. European version is yet again different. Oh, of course it is. It has is. five games that neither of the systems Well, that, that's has. how Sony operates. It's yeah. the three different regions, and yep. PR in those regions all control it completely. Yes. They don't really work together on any of their strategies. They sure don't. That's why when one the- E3, all we saw was uh, Wonderbook for half an hour, because that was a PlayStation Ooh. Europe project. And they were kind of I running mean, E3 that year. I, I'm not surprised at the disappointing lineup, given that both Spyro and Crash have their own collections now. But at the same time, I'm kind of disappointed at some other key stuff, like where's Parappa? Oh, um, yeah. I guess because there's a remake of that. But there's a remake of Outworld, too. So Yeah. Or like, like Tomba seems like it would have made sense. I think um, they couldn't get the license for that. Virtua Fighter? Well, there's Virtua Fighter 3TB on the PS2. Okay. But I the original Virtua Fighter was, was a Sega Saturn thing. Okay. Yeah. I, I honestly couldn't remember if it came out right. on the PS2. Actually, Toshinden is a great one for that list. Even though it wasn't okay. the best fighting game in the world, it was a big deal at the time because well, when they showed it off at CES, mm-hmm. it was between Battle Arena Toshinden and Virtua Fighter and the Saturn. 
Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the, you know, like, oh, look at the two consoles. And Virtual Fighter looked terrible comparatively. It did. It did because they were doing a lot of cool garage shading on, on Tushinden and a lot more texture work instead of just the flat shaded polygons. And, on and Virtual, uh, Fighter. Virtual Fighter was like blocky. Sure. Yeah. It's like Final Fantasy VII esque. What I'm wondering is, I mean, they're doing Ridge Racer Type 4, which is awesome. It's, it's, a, it's a fantastic game. It really showed off the PlayStation because they used the new high-res mode that they, or not new, but it was in the system and nobody had really used it before. But the original Ridge Racer Type 4 came with another disc that was actually the original Ridge Racer running at 60 frames per second, huh. but it didn't have all the AI opponents, and that's how they got the frame uh... rate. So I'm wondering if they're going to do it because, quite frankly, I personally really would have loved to see the original Ridge Racer than type four just because when i personally think of playstation ridge racer is the one that comes in my head right away and what about the original wipeout oh wow That's yeah why do we get stupid mr driller and yeah I mean, metal- oh come on mm-hmm. yeah, mr come driller on. but i mean metal gear solid is a perfect addition i think them doing final fantasy 7 is perfect because that was a defining game of that of that system but I think some of the other ones on there are just kind of throwaway. Can, and it might be because they couldn't get the rights to do a certain game or a publisher wanted too much money to add it or whatever. I, I, I think that's kind of one of the reasons why um, this thing is 100 bucks versus 60 like the SNES Classic was, even though it had 20 games. Yeah. is They got to be given, or publishers must have been asking a huge cut well, of I'm it. sure they were. Yeah. Um, I also imagine that the space would be an issue too. Um, I don't think space is an issue because they're no. just going to throw however many gigs of flash memory on the thing. And and I mean, Sony's notorious for not wanting to waste physical memory, that sort of thing. But uh, they know these things are going to sell. I mean, they're selling like crazy already for PCO. I bought one, even though I'll never play it because uh, it doesn't even have a, an analog controller on the controller itself. It's the original PlayStation playstation controller without the sticks well the original didn't come with sticks i remember it was so uncomfortable to hold because there was nowhere to put your thumbs right right so i I have issues here yeah yeah. i have issues here so here's my problem number one i hate most playstation one games because they look like polygonal garbage to me (laughs) and i it was the playstation 2 before i started to come around to 3d rendered games number two well, so that means most of these are like, oh, I don't care about any of these. And there's better versions of the ones that I do care about. And on top of that, um, I don't have the nostalgia play because I didn't like them back in the day. And on top of that, where are the damn RPGs, Anna? Where's Xenogears? And, and but and all you need Persona. is Final Fantasy VII, right? No, no. Final Fantasy VII's a... That was a big deal not when a good it came game. out, dude. It's not a good game. <laughs> but hey, it was a big deal works. back then. Oh, them fighting words. They, they, they pulled Final Fantasy away from Nintendo, which yeah. was a huge deal. Sony yeah. was was not a big contender back then. The PlayStation was their first foray but, into video games. But this is a product I want to buy, not a history piece. But it needs to be partially a, a history piece. Yeah. So the interesting thing is... A lot of people is, bought PlayStations because of Final Fantasy VII, Chris. It's true. Yeah. I bought a, a Voodoo people. 3D card for You know how many PC? people bought... Um, Oh, toe ball number seven. So they got the the Final Fantasy ball number demo. one. But yeah, yeah. Um, the thing that I I was having a conversation about this on Twitter with a couple people, and someone pointed out all of these games are from extremely early in the PlayStation's life, like within the first two or three years. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering if they're going to do a PlayStation Classic two that has mid to late games as well. It's possible. I, I don't see them. that happening. 
That would be weird. Then you have to have two pieces of plastic. Yeah. Ugh. Or some sort of expansion for it. <laughs> nope. So. I guarantee it won't have that. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's weird that they like only took a tiny slice of the PlayStation's history. Yeah. I, also, Intelligent Cube is not available in North America or Europe. It's only available on the Japanese PSN. But who cares? Yet it's only on the North American and Europe PlayStation Classic. Yeah, but who cares? I mean, it's apparently a game that gets requested a lot for PSN. It, By it's, whom? It's a, it's a fun little puzzle game. Um, I know that I played the crap out of it on the demo discs, and it's kind of become hard to find, like a physical version of, because of it. Yeah. And that, well, I mean, that's one thing too is when I got my original PlayStation, the demo disc that came with it, we played the hell out of that thing. There was mm-hmm. one track of Wipeout. There was the ESPN racing game, which it wasn't the greatest thing in the world. But back then, you're coming from a Super Nintendo or a Genesis, and now all of a sudden you've got full 3D environments that we've always wanted and you see in the arcades. It was a big deal. And. I like personally, like I said, Ridge Racer and Wipeout were just so big for me. And the fact that they actually got a Final Fantasy away from Nintendo, because Nintendo back then was the behemoth. And there's some cool stuff on that list, but I don't think it's a very good list, honestly. Because I mean, Sony owns Wipeout. I, they own, they bought Cygnosis, they own Wipeout. I don't know why they wouldn't include that except for the soundtrack, maybe, because they have licensed uh, music on there. Yeah, but why did why wouldn't they just replace those tracks? <laughs> Because that it takes, takes money. Time. Yeah. 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 Time. All right. I um, I'm just annoyed that it's got the absolute worst version of Persona on yeah. it. Yeah. But that. But you would think that that's a, a publisher decision. So is that? You know, it, it I, totally is a publisher decision. It's just. A, why would they choose uh, to put the worst one on there? If like, there's got to be some well, nefarious shit going on. Well, no, hold so. on. What else came out in the U.S. for is on PS for Persona? Nothing. I have no idea. Um, eternal punishment. Eternal punishment, right? Oh, right. So that's what you'd rather see, right, Kelly? Well, half yeah, because Eternal Punishment was a much better game. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still half a game. Also, yeah. um, isn't that the one that they had to censor Nazi stuff out of? I believe so, yeah, but they also censored... They didn't censor it. They didn't localize a whole side quest and... Uh, the first Persona. And they changed a bunch of the character art. Oh, yeah. Didn't they make one of the kids black? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. All right. So PlayStation Classic is maybe more underwhelming than we thought it would be. That's the way most of these mini content are interested. So I I kept my pre-order, but I'm hoping that the modding community will come forward on it. I have a feeling Sony probably locked it down because the... NES and SNES Classic were so easy to hack. I have a feeling that Sony probably took... I guess we'll see. It's one of two things. Well, Either Sony took a lot of uh, measures to make sure that you couldn't hack it, or they left or it they right just, open because they know people Or they just threw it. up their hands and said, F it. Well, like the Neo Geo Mini, you cannot hack that yet. Because oh, they're using NAND flash. Uh, it's read-only ha- uh, memory to put all the ROMs on there, and there, nobody's found a way to hack it yet. So yeah. you never know. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So we hashed out everything about the PlayStation Classic? I guess so. I wish right. it had real PlayStation controller um, yeah, me too. Uh, uh, ports because I have I have the, the twisty controller. Oh, neat. So it would be great for Ridge Racer Type 4, the Nedgecon. 
Um, I miss my um, for, I, for that generation. I had a a, a, a wow. Uh, what was the Mad Cats? I had a Mad Cats mini. Sure. Those Which controllers are really were find. amazing. Yep. I loved my mini controllers. I had one for every system. Yeah. Made Xbox playable for me. I had a or I have an Interplay Rapid Fire controller that I only break out to use for the torture sequence in Metal Gear Solid because I can't <laughs> do it on my own. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So moving on. Um, Mercenaries Wings, um, which is the next um, title in the Mercenaries TRPG saga, is hitting Switch on November 8th. And if you pre-order it right now, you get 10% off, just like me. So I'm really excited for this. Are you saying how your height is 10% off of that of a normal human? Is that what you're referring to? 10% off the purchase price. Oh, okay. It's not very nice, Chris. Oh, sorry. Short jokes are a a staple of RPG cast. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I really loved the Mercenaries saga that came out. Um, we got two and three on the 3DS and then one, two, and three on the Switch. Um, they are games that are not going to blow your mind, but they are so well done for being such a simple TRPG that I absolutely adore them. And the localization has definitely been getting better as the games progress. Circle Entertainment used to be really freaking bad at localization mm-hmm. they actually put out a visual novel um like winter the harvest moon or something like that it was so bad um yeah that didn't so well all right so if you like simple trpgs in the vein of tactics ogre and final fantasy tactics check out mercenary wings it's not expensive it's 10 15 bucks um definitely worth the investment um, so we already talked about this already, but yeah, Toby Fox put out a game randomly this week. It's called Delta Rune, and um, I don't know if we want to go into this no. because it's pretty damn spoilery. Yeah, let's just let it. We talked about it yeah. enough. Delta Rune is um, out. Oh wait, the first Kelly chapter. Something. Did, Kelly something. The TLDR of that uh, Twitter long post that he did is that he wants to make to flesh out the rest of the sequel, but because he's kind of a one person team, he doesn't know when it's going to be done. So yeah, chapter one of Delta Rune is available now, and once you've played it, you can be on pins and needles I'm trying to un- know. I kind of don't understand why he's doing a sequel at all. Because yeah. why not? All right. yeah, I mean, he wants to flesh out the world and stuff, and even even he himself said that he's worried that he's not going to live up to the original, and he knows that that's well, probably exactly. not the case. Yeah. But, you know, if you're a creator, you still want to do stuff. I do so, yeah, no, I think he should just create a new world or a new thing, but whatever. I, I do appreciate that people went through his old tweets from, from like the day after Undertale came out, um, and they are almost identical to the tweets that he sent out the day after um, Deltarune came out, so oh, that really? was pretty funny. Yeah, like, hey guys, make sure you play this before it's too, too hipster to be fun. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and stuff like that. Of course, back when um, the first uh, back when Undertale came out, he was being self-deprecating. Now I think he just wants people to play it before they get spoiled to death. So, who here played RuneScape way back in the day? I Not I. I did. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't stick with it. So, but 
if you were an old school RuneScape player and you're like, man, I really miss RuneScape. I wish I could go back to it. Well then, good news. Old school RuneScape is available now on mobile platforms. Oh, just what we wanted. Yep. So that's really the extent of that move. So moving on. Um, the Long Journey Home is going to be coming uh, to consoles. And we have a release date for it. Chris, what's the release date? Uh, let's see. I'm low on health here. All right. The Long Journey Home. What's that about? Uh, it's probably in the story. Okay. Data Look Entertainment's Exploration RPG. It'll be out on PS4 and Xbox One on November 14th. You played this at a PAX one year. Did I? Yes. Oh, this is the space one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you're stranded and you got to go. Oh, it's like FTL. Or not FTL. Um, That other game that's... That um, the Choice Provisions did. Yeah, whatever. All right. What's the release date? November 14th. All right. So you don't have so to wait too long for that space one. Space exploration, getting home, making choices, trying to survive. All right. 40 bucks. And uh, now... BlizzCon! Now, Kelly! Who's yeah. been watching the BlizzCon, right? Yeah, now you? Kelly and I talk about BlizzCon okay. for a while. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah. I'll see you later. Um, All right. So uh, I think the thing that was really interesting about the BlizzCon presentation was all of the announcements were fine, but I think they were incorrectly ordered. So let's discuss them in the order that they should have been announced. <laughs> oh. So um, Diablo is getting a new game. It's Yay. called Diablo Infinite. And yeah, when can I download it to my PC? Yeah, I have bad news. It's a mobile game. What? So this is being developed by NetEase. So this is being developed by NetEase, which is really one of the biggest um, mobile developers in China. Um, They put out a game the other day, and it made $72 million on its first day. So, I mean, they're, they don't suck. Uh that doesn't mean anything, though. And so here's the thing I love is this is Diablo 2.8. <laughs> what does that even mean? So, you know, Kingdom Hearts 2.8? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, this these are a collection of small stories that are set between Diablo 2 and 3. Oh, boy. So like the rise of the demon hunters and how the barbarians almost died out. And how did Cain raise? Uh, yeah, what's her face? Yeah. Someone help me here. Yeah. Please help me, Kelly. I don't remember her name. Oh, I forgot her name too. Just <laughs> Cain's niece. Yeah. Why can we? Why can Leia. We... No. Leia. Leia. Is Le- it? I don't know. Sure. Is Han going to rescue her? Yeah, it um... must not be Leia. Mm. Salty about this. The oh, announcement were video. So upset about this announcement. Um, my husband sent me some Twitch clips yesterday of people asking, like, is this an out of season April Fool's joke? Yeah, yeah. So the first two questions for the Q and A. Um, that was the second one. The first okay. one was, um, how much did this take away from a development of a real game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> People salty as hell about this announcement. I guess we um, shouldn't begrudge them a, Di- a Diablo on mobile because people surely have been asking for that. 
but it I'm gonna play it. But they sure teased like lots of Diablo news, and this is not what I expected them to mean by now, Diablo that news. That being said, remember they did set expectations. They like said two it wasn't ago, a sequel. I get that. They said this isn't the year for Diablo. But 4. that should have been their signal that something's up here. Okay. What do people want? Because it ain't what they're delivering on. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a fair shake. I'm curious to see what kind of gotcha mechanic is going to be. But people are also salty because apparently this is a reskin of the ga- a game that that company already put out just with Diablo in it. That I didn't know. Yeah. All right. You didn't find out it existed till this morning, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next thing. Well, not next thing. One of the other oh, things Diablo. that they discussed um, is they they are of course going forward with WoW Classic, yes. where oh, you can thing. play the yeah. original base no, game. Um, and they have a release date, um, summer twenty nineteen. Oh, if you are I at can't wait that long. This, uh, if you're at BlizzCon this weekend, you can play it. And if you purchase the virtual ticket, you can play the classic beta for the next week. And oh boy. The, the also the also important thing about this announcement is that um, WoW Classic comes with your WoW subscription. Yeah, it's, oh. not a, it's not a separate subscription. I figured it would be. Yeah, nope. I was really surprised it isn't. <laughs> that tells you how too. little they're going to do to maintain I, it. I just figured they were going to milk the ever-living crap out of it. It's like, you guys making us do this? That's fine. We're just going to charge you for it. So, yeah. That's uh, wild classic news. And um, also, um, Warcraft 3 Reforged. So this is an HD Warcraft 3? Yeah. That so we thought they a... were going to announce a while ago? Yeah. So this is... Part of their classics remake series because they actually have a whole department making these now. Why not? It's like, yeah, they brought a dude. It's like head of the classics department. It's They're like, obviously hey. not doing any good work on WoW, so have them do something. <laughs> oh, sorry, is that a burn? Sorry. Um, so I think the thing, um, that is cool and worrying about this game is they said they're going to revoice the lines. Yeah. And they've mm-hmm. actually retconned some of the stuff that happened in Warcraft 3 into oh, WoW. Really? Yeah. So, like, one of the lines. So, when Arthas goes into Strathholm, he says, I will do. Or maybe it's when he picks up Frostmourne. He says, I will do anything to save my kingdom in Warcraft 3. And in WoW, he says, I will do anything to have my revenge. Oh. And that really changes the motivation of the character. Yeah, it kind of does. That that's that's kind of a big tweak. I mean, and some people are like, "No, if he, you have the original line, it makes him much more sympathetic." Personally, I I like the newer line because it makes his fall into tyranny even more solid for me. I just wish it, Blizzard stopped doing the same story with all their characters. <laughs> it's every character. It's the same freaking story. Yeah. So they're also going to expand um, the Sylvanas storyline, they said. Oh, boy. So it, it sounds like it might have some completely new content. Yeah, it does sound like it. Um, So if you pre-order the game... There's a Spoils of War edition, um, and it gets you stuff for all of the existing Blizzard catalog. 
um, including a meat wagon mount for World of Warcraft. Woo! And it What's fling, it, do? it flings meat. Yes. <laughs> meat flinger. Yes. So people were very, very excited about that. I was hovering over the buy button, but I had to back off a little bit. I want to hear more about it before deciding to get the spoils edition. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to play Warcraft 3 again. I played through the original a couple of years ago, and it was fun, but it'll be nice to kind of have it with a better polish. Yeah, I mean, I played it. I don't remember if I played it to completion. I played bits and pieces of it yeah. um, as uh, in my early 20s because um, one of my friends um, got a copy of the Battle.net code. And so we ran a local Battle.net and could play with friends. We'd land all the time. His nickname was Bahamut, so we called it Bahadlenet. <laughs> Bahadlenet. Bahadlenet. I I was thinking when I was putting that news story in this morning, wouldn't wouldn't it be funny if uh, somebody got Dota into this remastered Warcraft 3? Yes. Ah. HD Dota, which we already have, but a different way. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, In in non-RPG news, um, new characters for Overwatch, and she looks really amazing. Go get him, Bob. Her ultimate it, it was, summons a dude. It was it was nice seeing my husbando and his uh, um, Overwatch short debut. I I do appreciate that um, the clock ticked up until it was high noon, and that's when the <laughs> uh, that's when the gunfight started. So that was pretty amazing. Um, it's high noon. It's high noon. And it's great because in her uh, demo reel, he's saying that, and she just reaches out and punches him. Uh. It was beautiful. Um, Also, new character for Heroes of the Storm. She is a um, Nexus-specific character, so she's not from any of the other Warcraft games. She's the daughter of the Raven Lord. And she looks like a super precision character. Um, you get her for free if you have the virtual ticket, so I'm probably going to go buy the virtual ticket. Not the golden ticket. Not the golden ticket. And uh, um, is there anything else that I'm forgetting about? Um, whole bunch of stuff coming to WoW in the future. Um, the uh, Azara raid, where we could fight Queen Azara finally. Oh, yes. Um, and they're the unlocking gobble- more um, races. So you'll yeah. be able to play as Andalari trolls. Andalari trolls can be like monks, paladins, warriors, druids. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait to, I can't wait to roll with Andalari paladin just because it's going to be fun to play a yeah, that looks pretty troll amazing. paladin. Yeah, that'll be the um, only tro- that'll be like the only troll race that can be paladins. Um, I'm also kind of happy that um, goblins and wargans are finally getting a model update, and the female wargans actually look halfway decent now. Yeah, they actually oh do look, they? They look feminine yeah. now. Oh, good. It's not just a smaller frame of the male version. Um. Oh yeah, and uh, the new Hearthstone expansion got leaked. I mean, announced. And so it's a uh, Garibashi Arena. So it's the <clears throat> troll expansion. Um, every class is going to have a troll and a loa associated with them. 
Uh, there's a new uh, power word. Um, so yeah, it, it looks really interesting. I'm not going to play it, but I'll watch people play it. Oh, and, and flying is coming at 8.2, finally. Yes. So if you are like, I'm sick of walking everywhere, um, good news, you won't have to walk everywhere for too much longer. We'll right. be happy to be able to get around that horribly designed temple in the Horde area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to fly between the inn, the inn you care about, and your ship. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we had some editorial content this week. So uh, Josh um, explored the balance of story and mechanics in RPGs. And uh, we had an interesting discussion about can a story carry an RPG without good mechanics? Can a uh, good mechanics carry an RPG without a, an accompanying story? Um, we have a review for Call of Cthulhu. Um, and the teal deer on that one is doesn't quite live up to expectations. But read the review and see if the game is still for you. Um, Alex reviews Thronebreaker, the Witcher Tales review. Um, he enjoyed it. Um, he is not a fan of the card game, so he didn't enjoy it as much as people who are really into Gwent. Um, so check out his Glenn, review. Glenn, are you into Gwent? I've played, I played it once. All right. You're into it. <laughs> no, I am not. And we get emails for it every three I know. days. Yeah, I know. I mean, they, they, they are really I, all over I finally had game. to take myself off of their press list because I'm just like, I am so tired of hearing about Gwent. Yeah, but it's um, doing really well for them. Yeah, no, it, it totally is. I just am really tired of hearing about it. Um, and then we have a, a second... Uh, look at Metal Max Xeno and uh, the note in our show notes is Metal Max Xeno review number two. It's still not good. <laughs> so judgmental. No, nah, it's not a good game. It, which is so disappointing because um, we've talked about this on the podcast before, Glenn, but the Metal Max series is really old in Japan and we've basically in North America only gotten the worst games. Mm. So we we mourn. We mourn for Metal Max. <laughs> All right. So we got boxers. You mean briefs? Yeah. So if you've been waiting to play Aeon of Sands, good news. We have a December release date. I got to wait till December? Yep. Jeez. Um, what's the specific date, Chris? I don't know. <clears throat> but you're being burned alive. Oh, well, I guess Dragon, dragon, dragon. Dying. Um, we have more information about characters and gameplay for Conception Plus. Um, this game has not been announced for North America yet. The original Conception 2 was uh, localized by Atlas. Um, we have more character information for Ark of Alchemist, which isn't an Atelier game. It just sounds like it should be. <laughs> Um, okay. No release date for that one in North America yet. Um, along with the Dragon Quest Builders 2 um, release leak earlier in the cast, we have information about the multiplayer mode and features for that game. If you were enjoying For the King um, and just wish you could beat up on other players, good news, there's a multiplayer mode. Um, Zanki Zero Infinite um, is coming out in North America. I forget who's localizing it, um, but it uh, got a new game plus mode in Japan. So we're going to 
make the assumption that that's also coming to the North American version. Hmm. Um, Divinity. Oh, what's OS 2? Original, Original Sin 2. Original Sin 2. Uh, I was like, I'm reading these notes. I'm yeah, like, the remastered one just came out for PS4. Yeah, and it's coming to Mac. Ooh. So oh, a game on a Mac. The, hey, Chris, games on one, a Mac. One now? Yeah, Is that one? one this year, I think, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, per our notes, Chemco Alert, Chemco Alert, Chemco Alert, Chemco Alert. Chemco uh, has released Cronus Arc on the uh, PlayStation 4 and Vita. And they've also released a Merenian Tavern Story. Oh, no, sorry. They will be releasing Merenian Mer- Tavern Story. Whatever and that's, that is. That's, it's another Chemco game. Chemco Alert. Oh, boy. Uh, and that will be coming to consoles uh, soon. All right. Oh, boy. So our question of the week um, was, what should we play during Extra Life? And Hmm? This guy. (laughs) It's Ku Klux Klan. Oh, goodness. The two of them just got crushed by the the cross they were trying to put up to burn. Oh, that's so disappointing. That's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, it's darn. Um, So we had some really good suggestions on the podcast um, thread on Twitter. So thank you, everybody, for sending in those. Um, Victor really wants you to play Zelda, but the answer to that is no, because I'm playing the Switch. Yeah, Anna's got the Switch. Sorry, Victor. Yeah, sorry. That's that's me. Um, if you want to send in podcast feedback, Ooh. our email address is podcast at rpgamer.com. Podcast at rpgamer.com. That's so easy. Yep. What um, if I want to call in and leave a voicemail? You can call or text us at 608-729-4098. You can come and heckle us and watch Chris die. Oh, well, only Ooh, this I week. got killed by a clan member. Um, but um, in in general, we do stream what we're doing for the podcast at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, um, every Saturday, uh, twitch.tv slash rpgamer. And if you just want to leave us some feedback on the website, our rpgamer.com, check out podcasts and the RPG cast. You could leave a review on iTunes, too. The, that actually still that is, is actually helpful. very helpful. Yeah. Um, Chris, you didn't do the new releases. Oh, I didn't. Hold on. Let's check now. <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff coming out this week. Where's my bookmarks on here? Oh, It'd be our question of the week. Um, I don't know. Do you Hold have on. one? Hold on. Oh, hey, don't Ow. drop that. <laughs> that sounded painful. Yeah, my phone's okay. Don't worry. My phone's okay. Sounded bad though. Uh, let's see. Uh, podcast prep. All right. New releases. Things coming out this week: what? Moonlighter for the Switch, Where are you? Full Metal Furies for the Switch, Rogue Legacy for the Switch, World of Final Fantasy Maxima. Oh really? Yep. So I'm. I need to decide if I am gonna dip into that. Um. And Mercenary Wings, The False Phoenix. I'm trying to open the new releases on my phone, and instead I've got a pop-up ad telling me I have two virus have been detected on your Apple iPhone. Oh, dear. Stupid Apple. <sighs> I never get those in my Google lists? Pixel. Just saying. Yeah, On thanks. rpgamer.com. Oh, you're using that list. Yep. Well, here's the other list. Um, what week? What is it? The 4th of November... Uh, July, August, September. I'm terrible at this. All right. Okay. 
There's also De Racine on PSVR. You don't care about that? That's no, not a. Yeah. Hey, bad. Diablo 3 just hit on the oh. Switch. We talked about that last week. Um, Are we on Spotify? Yeah, technically. No, no, not yet. We applied. Yeah. yeah, I filled out the paper to, paperwork, too. They actually DM'd it to me on Twitter and everything. Yeah. And I filled out the paperwork. It was like two months ago, and we're still not Nothing. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. So that's kind of Metroidvania. RPG adjacent. Yeah. It's the other Monster Boy game that just came out. Valiant Hearts. What was the first one, Glenn? Uh, so Monster Boy was originally on the Master System. There's a game on uh, uh, Turbo Graphics and stuff like that. Well, then there was a re- kind of a remake, remaster, remake that came out about a year ago. But there was another Monster Boy in the works as well. So that one, I think it just came out. Yeah. That's the one I'm talking about. Is, yeah. Yeah. There's the cursed kingdom. It's so that's weird though. One. And this one looks really good too, but it, it's two different. And it's weird. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, the dragons, uh, dragon traps was, was, uh, was the remake out of, out of uh, France. We actually yep. had him on the podcast. Uh, and he's a huge mega drive or uh, not mega drive, um, master system fan. And he's like a collector of the series and everything else. I think he's trying to call into the show right now. Really nice people. Uh, the devs are really cool. What does that say? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I Customer. Oh, it's a research. Ooh, oh who wants to take a survey? Oh, me. Anyone? Would Anyone? you like to take a survey? All right. Any other cool major events? Major events? That's not what I want. Oh, 2018 and gaming. Where's the game releases? I'm checking for more new releases. We're being real thorough this week because it means I get to take a break from dying. <sighs> it's so depressing. I haven't even made it to another bonfire this whole show. I'm so bad at Dark Souls 3. Okay. Mm. So this week... Oh, Tetris Effect is coming out. Yeah. Uh, the demo's out too. So you can get the demo right now. All right. And people are raving about it. And there's some Ranting sort of... and raving? No, just raving. Just raving. Raving's good. Okay. Ranting's bad. Um, Moonlighter just hit the switch. That might be role playing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I All talked right. about it. Physicals Sorry. coming out. I keep doing that. Um, right. d- dumb question. What's yeah. so special about this new Tetris? Uh, it's a complete remake. They also made it so it works in VR if you have VR, but it's uh, from the people that did Res. So it's oh, in okay. that yeah. sort of visual effects. So if you like the music of Res and want Tetris and for it to be synesthesia, maybe. <laughs> I'm not a Tetris fan, so I'm probably not going to get it, but it looks amazing. It looks I mean, cool. it's. I'll probably get that or put it and on And actually, my they, list. they had a bunch of the Tetris World Champions play it to make sure that the timing was correct. Oh. So they, they really took it seriously. And they had recently re-released Luminous, right? Or is that still yeah, coming? Yeah, Luminous uh, also came out about maybe a month or two ago. Yeah. So. Yep. So it, anyway, there's a demo, Kelly, so you could just try it too. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just curious because like people were raving about like what's so special about it? It's Tetris. Yeah, it's Tetris by the Res guy. So. <laughs> Tetsuya, Mizuchi. you know how those people love their Res. Well, oh, it's yeah. funny because Mizuguchi actually wasn't doing video games anymore. And some people in Sony Japan took a dev kit to him and essentially talked him into bringing Res to the PS4. 
and that's what brought him back into game development. And then he wanted to tackle uh, Tetris because he's such a big fan of the game. Anyway, sorry. No, no, that's fine. Yeah. And then Mark McDonald went over and joined that. And then, yeah. yeah. So. <sighs> Enhance. Enhance. So what happened to the old company? Q or Q? What was it? Uh, I think it just kind of broke up. Okay. Because there's Q Entertainment and there's Q Games. Because one of them is Dylan Cuthbert's, like the, the, what do you call it? Gosh, I can't even think of the name of their games now. Um, the Pixel Junk? Pixel Junk, yeah. yeah. And then there's the other Q that did Res originally, like on the Dreamcast and PS2. Um, but he became a school teacher, Mizuguchi. Oh, I and didn't know that. And they basically talked him into doing video games again, because he was, he was just kind of disenchanted with doing video games at the time. Kind of like David Jaffe is now. Well, that's your fault for harassing him on Twitter. Yeah. So. Harassing him? I'm the one telling him to knock it off and figure out another game he wants to make. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for new releases, Anna. So many things are coming out this November. I know. It's this is only the first Leading week. into Christmas. Yeah. Maybe that's what our question of the week should be. What November game are you looking forward to the most? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Lock it in. Oh, goodness. The The guy found me. The guy found me. Run. (laughs) A troll. (laughs) I have, like, the smallest sliver of health. I'm almost dead. What what would that be? Fourth? Uh Uh-huh. Fourth death? Uh, No. Um, We're, like, past 20 now. (laughs) We stopped counting because it was depressing. (laughs) I'm skipping track 73. He's very loosely keeping track. All right. And so thanks, everybody, for listening. If you want to donate to our extra life, we will be taking donations. It's like what? Until the end of November? Two weeks? Uh, End of the the year. Yeah, Yeah, they go go right to the end of the year, pretty much. Yeah. So we have uh, four staff members that are participating. There's Um, an arrow that came out of nowhere. (laughs) <laughs> Arrowed. <laughs> Alright, so if you go to rbgamer.com, click on Extra Life um, and then go under How Can I Help? You will find the donation links. Why am I so bad at this game? Because the game sucks. Um, Chris, you can donate to Chris, Chris Privateer. He used to be an adventurer and then you took an arrow to the face. Oh my god! Sam Walker. Scott Walker or Sarah Magar. And uh, thank you everybody who donated. I hit my goal this year. And then yay! I hit the next goal and then the third goal. So Chris I've broken a thousand. So thank you so much. That he's gonna get a gold medal. It's awesome. get a gold medal. Last year he dropped to silver and he was so sad. Yeah. I think we all dropped last year. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's our show for this week. Yay. Thank you, Glenn, for being on. Thanks thank you, for Kelly, hosting for me. Thanks on. for having me over. Yay. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank Always you, Kelly. Always a pleasure. <laughs> so, and if it's still Saturday when you're listening to this, or Sunday before 8 a.m. Central, come join us at Twitch.tv/RPGamer. Yep. Okay, I got to figure out how to set all that up. All right. Bye bye. Post this. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. We should make some rib tips or something. Uh, hey, let's nope. go raid the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.